Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here today with Kaylee and Brad. We hope and pray that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 645, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. Simply text us at 636-395-0544 to book a trip or to get a free quote. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation, so contact us today. All right, so Kaylee and Vicki, I can't believe it, but this is the last week of our resort reviews. Now, we've been talking about value resorts the last few weeks, and today we wrap up with Pop Century. It's absolutely one of our favorites, and we hope that you have found these reviews that we've been doing helpful because we understand, obviously, it's very overwhelming to try to choose a place to stay on property, especially if you've never done it before and you're new to the whole thing. If you've done it a few times, it might be a little easier, but it can still be tricky. It just depends, especially with the pandemic, you know, that can cause things to be different as well. So we hope this series has helped clarify a few things for you. So just a reminder that the Pop Century is a value resort and it generally has less decor, more limited food options, less fancy landscaping, and smaller rooms than the moderate or the deluxe resorts that we talked about prior to talking about value resorts. However, if you're trying to save money, this is a good resort for you to stay at. And like Brad said, this is one of our favorites. It was the very first one that we stayed as a family when we went to Disney for the first time in 2009. So it's a little bit like has a sentimental value for us. Um, It does depend on how you do Disney. So if you are planning on hanging out at the resort a lot, then maybe you want to stay at a moderate or deluxe. But if you're just going to be in and out like we are when you go to the parks a lot during the day, you might come back for a little rest and then go back to the parks, then this is a good deal. This is a good resort to go to. And it's it's a really fun resort. And I think you'll know more about that after we get done talking to you and we'll probably share a lot of different things that we can tell you about the resort from all the times that we've stayed there. So Kaylee, go ahead and kick us off with the introduction of Pop Century. Pop Century is a value resort that was announced in December of 1999. Disney is all about the announcement and the building of the hype before they just release anything. And it's true with resorts as well, not just films and TV and everything else. It's located near Disney's Hollywood Studios at Osceola Parkway and Century Way, and it encompasses 177 acres with over 2,800 rooms. It is located adjacent to the Art of Animation Resort. As we talked about last week, Art of Animation was actually built starting with some buildings that were supposed to be part of Pop Century, so they are very, very close together. And it's also near the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. It's also close to the Caribbean Beach Resort. Originally, the resort was to have two completely different areas. The classic years, which was the 1950s to 1990s, and the legendary years, which is the 1900s to the 1940s. The legendary years section was never completed, however, and it was reimagined as art of animation and that's what we talked about 
last week. So let's talk about theming for a moment. So Pop Century Resort, it spans 20th century pop cultures, and it reflects to a certain extent the way people lived, played, and communicated in various decades. So it's similar to the All-Star Resorts with respect to these larger-than-life oversized icons that are located that are located throughout the grounds. Silhouettes illustrating dances of the decade adorn the front of each building, and the roofs are lined with catchphrases of that time. Disney Imagineers worked with some of the original manufacturers to recreate the resort's icons. Like, there were original toys and objects that were obtained and then digitized. And then a machine created a full-size foam replica based on the exact measurements of the icon. And the foam was replaced with steel armature and covered in fiberglass. And the final covering completed the creation of the icon. Pretty amazing how that whole process works. The Imagineers, they know what they're doing. They've been around the block a time or two. Now they're just gonna put it on a 3D printer and voila. <laughs> yep, pretty much. That's a large 3D printer. I know, I'm just teasing. <laughs> but it could be done if it was a big one. So how much does it cost to stay at Pop Century? Well, we already told you that it is a value resort, um, it, it, but it is among the least expensive resorts that are offered. It, uh, a standard room would cost you somewhere between $154 and $316. And I'm pretty sure the $316 is at Christmas time because that's all the prices always increase during that time. Preferred rooms range in price from $171 a night to $338 a night. Standard pool view room ranges in 161 to 317. And preferred pool view room range from $182 to $336 a night. Now, that may seem a lot to some of you, but if you compare it to how much it is for a moderate and a, and a deluxe resort, it is significantly different. You do need to keep in mind that these rooms don't have private balconies or patios or an interior entrance. These are all exterior entrances. Windows overlook a public outdoor walkway. And if you aren't planning to open your curtains much and you're gonna be spending most of your time in the park, you probably don't wanna pay for that pool view or water view room if you're not gonna really take advantage of it. Uh, there are connecting doors between adjacent rooms which allow your friends and your family to easily access you and you need to make sure that you ask for this at your reservation. Now, we did talk about this earlier on in the series of resorts. We talked about Disney will do its best, and that's another reason you want to have a travel agent if possible. The travel agent will let Disney know, but Disney cannot guarantee that you will be able to uh, have adjoining rooms because sometimes it's just overly populated and they just can't do it. They will do their best. And a lot of times it comes through. We, the very first time we were there, we had a joining room. So I know it's possible. Um, often the preferred rooms and the pool view rooms are louder due to more traffic flow. So if you want a quieter stay, you're probably going to want a standard room on one of the upper floors. So definitely don't choose the ground floor because a lot of people are going to pass your room going to and from the pool and to and from the parks. So if you're wanting a quiet, quiet place, you want to pick somewhere that's up higher if at all possible. And you can arrange that either through a travel agent or by calling Disney. When it comes to the theming, Dad already talked about the general theming throughout the resort as a whole, but now we're gonna specifically talk about each of the decades that there are, because as we said, each there is a building for each decade and the theming for each building is very specific to that decade. 
For the 1950s, that area features giant sock hoppers dancing on the sides of the buildings and possibly bebopping to rock and roll tunes from the 40-foot-tall tabletop jukebox that anchors the courtyard. A bowling pin-shaped pool. You're probably thinking, how is that an effective pool? It is. I promise. It's very it works. cool looking. It, it, it looks very cool. I would also think the same thing because you would think that's a very skinny pool. I promise it works. The canine character stars from Disney's Lady and the Tramp animated feature film released to theater audiences in 1955 gaze at each other across the courtyard. So, of course, Disney incorporated two figures, probably two of the most iconic figures from the 50s. I would think it was really cool and only Disney could probably be able to do this if they had a string of spaghetti from one side of the from lady to tramp across the pools i think that would be really cool be a zip line yeah see yeah mean zip line on a meatball <laughs> all right we're moving on to the 1960s this was the decade in which my wife was born and i was not. oh seriously yes two months two months but it still counts the 1960s so Picture tie-dye hues and psychedelic cover. That's the focus here in this decade. The child that adorned Play-Doh labels in the 1960s is featured on a giant can of that popular modeling compound. And peeking out of the top of the can are several Play-Doh animal creations, including a blue elephant and a yellow giraffe. Blue and Mowgli from Disney's The Jungle Book, released in 1967, are hand-in-hand -hand across the courtyard. There's giant Duncan Imperial model yo-yos with strings that measure more than one foot in diameter, and those bookend each of the 1960s buildings. And the centerpiece of the area is the Hippy Dippy Pool, which is a flower-shaped pool complete with squirting petals on the periphery of it. So on the giant Duncan Imperial yo-yos on either end, that is the stairs are like hidden within those Duncan yo-yos, that's how you, that's the staircase that you go up and down in those 60s area. That is the building that we stayed in, one of the 60s area, the very first time we were there. Actually, I think another time we came back, we did it too. Yeah, it's very cool. So that's the 60s. So now Vic, you can talk about the decade in which I was born. You guys tease each other, but come on, I'm five months into Gen Z. If I gotta be lumped with the, Mom can get over it. If I got to be lumped with the group that eats Tide Pods, mom can get over being in from the 60s. For two months, that doesn't count as the whole decade. I, un okay, but you're in the 60s. Like I said, I'm only five months into the first year of Gen Z, and here I am grouped with the kids that eat Tide Pods. Okay. In the 70s courtyard, there's a colorful big wheel riding toy gets ready to roll while a classic Mickey Mouse rotary dial telephone calls from across the way. Now, this big wheel is amazing. And if you were alive in the seventies, you will remember what this big wheel looks like. That is the present I got for becoming a big sister. When they brought my brother home, they introduced him by giving me a big wheels. And I tried to give it back, but they didn't listen to me. So here we are years later and my brother, whoo. I actually had one of these. It was very cool. You had one, a big wheel? Uh-huh. We didn't have, um, the classic Mickey Mouse rotary telephone. My mom has the Mickey Mouse button, the one with buttons. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about the rotary one, to be honest, but 
Between the two towering icons, foosball players stand at the ready for guests to wander amidst their imaginary game. There's also an eight-track tapes, the popular musical medium of that decade, cornering each building. And uh, my grandfather had an eight-track tape player restored. And when he passed away a couple years ago, he left it to one of our family members. Those are still out there, people. And if you have an eight-track tape player, probably get worth the money. And Vic, I left this one on here for you to talk about the best decade. So the best decade is the 1980s, or that's what we say anyway. Um, it's the most puzzling toy of the decade, the Rubik's Cube. It towers more than 40 feet tall on each building. So that the, that is what goes at the ends of either or of all of the 1980s buildings. That's where the stairs are encased in the Rubik's Cube, and it's very cool to look at. All The detail in this resort was probably very trying to think of the word at the time it was probably the most imaginative thing you could think of and then now we have art of animation that we talked about last week but it's still amazing to me i love to walk around and look at all these as many times as we've been at this resort so a fun fact is that walt disney imagineers designed the different cubes to represent different stages of the solution process that's a cool thing joey can probably tell us what part of the algorithm those are yes Across the courtyard, one of the original Stony Walkman models and accompanying headphone sets anchors the building. And if you were in the 80s, you know what a Stony Walkman is because everybody wanted one. All right, Kaylee, talk about the decade that you were born. I know I'm a little offended that you said the 80s are the best, but the 90s is when I graced you with my presence. So I'll remember that. We just love the 80s. That doesn't mean we don't love you. All right. Okay, closing out the century, at least I was born in one of the decades that they pay tribute to. Joey wasn't. So <laughs> the, this area pays tribute to two personal technology marvels, the cellular telephone and the computer. A giant laptop computer is the centerpiece while early model cellular telephones stand at each corner. Obviously this was the decade where technology was starting, starting the takeover. Yeah, it is. Uh, if you see those, it really throws you back. And then you're like, why did we ever carry a cell phone that was that big? Well, we didn't because we didn't have a cell phone. But uh, those are like the bag phones. And if you watch Saved by the Bell, that's the kind of phone that they have Ooh. modeled there. I remember they were, I mean, they were bricks. They were basically bricks you were carrying around. Right. I think we're going back in that direction. Do you? They're going, they're getting bigger and bigger. I mean, they're smartphones, but I mean, the size is just getting larger. We're going to be carrying around iPads as phones pretty soon. I, somebody said that one day and I was like, you're, you're kind of right. I think they are getting bigger as far as screen size, but not the width. They, True. People, people still do like them thin or as thin as possible, I think. Thin without breaking them. Correct. I think it puts into perspective that it actually was not that long ago. <laughs> yes, like my whole lifetime. Right, right. Which I'm not that old. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's a quick overview of the decades that you can find here at Pop Century. So what other buildings and services are there at this resort? So Classic Hall, that's where you can find the check-in lobby. And you can also find Everything Pop, which is the quick service food court, which offers stations with various dining options and grab-and-go eats and drinks in a cooler section. Now, Everything Pop also features the resort's gift shop. And there's also an arcade called Fast Forward 
and an exterior waiting area for bus service to and from the attractions. There are three pools and one playground. That's near the 1950s building, Hippy Dippy Pool. It's near the 1960s building and Computer Pool is near the 1980s, 1990s buildings. And there's also a playground to help the kids burn off some excess energy. And you can expect movies under the stars by the Hippy Dippy Pool every night. I have to add, on mom and I's most recent trip to Disney, the cupcake I got at this quick service place in Pop Century, that is like the best cupcake I can ever remember eating on Disney property. Wow, that is a high compliment from Kaylee Black. I don't know if you are, I am very particular about my cupcakes people and it had a very whipped consistency icing and the cake itself was very moist. I know we hate that, some people hate that word. It was not dry. It was lacking dryness. I will say that. It was lacking dryness, but it was still firm. Like you could tell it had been refrigerated. So it didn't just fall apart as you ate it. And that's my favorite type of cake. So the combo was perfect. So here's some general information about Pop Century. Uh, Pop Century is built on the shores of Hourglass Lake and features a bridge originally called the Generation Gap Bridge, which Kaylee mentioned last week when we were talking about Art of Animation. She also told us that it connects the Art of Animation and Pop Century, which is what we talked about when her and I took a little trip over there to look at all the life-size icons over at that resort. It's on that bridge that they uh, created the access to the Skyliner gondola system. The Skyliner connects the resorts to Caribbean Beach Resort, Riviera Resort, Epcot, and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, the hub is Caribbean Beach. If you didn't remember that, you will actually ride from Pop Century to Caribbean Beach and then choose what you're going on to next, Riviera, Epcot, Disney's Hollywood Studios. So it's not all one ride to all those places because you'd be on there forever. The check-in time at this resort is at 3 p.m. and the checkout is at 11 a.m. Keep in mind, just like we've told you in the past few weeks, sometimes they're able to get you in sooner because they know people get there earlier. If they can't get you in sooner, they will house your luggage for you if you want to like go to Disney Springs or one of the parks. Also, you can ask for a late checkout. We've been able to check out as late as 1 p.m. It never hurts for you to ask that. Online check-in be becomes available 10 days prior to your stay. Uh, it says to look for the special online check-in service part at the front desk. Now, describing the rooms in particular that are at Pop Century, they were actually refurbished back in 2017 and 18. They're 260 square feet. Again, these are smaller. You're getting what you pay for, but if you're going to be really heavy park goers, or even if you don't go to the parks, if you go to Disney Springs, if you're going to swim a lot, you're just not going to be in the room, might be good for you. 260 square feet with two queen beds, one is a Murphy bed or one king bed, a table and chairs. The table is the back side of the Murphy bed, a vanity area and a sink with a separate bathroom that has a shower slash tub. So it's a combo with new glass doors and a toilet in that separate room, a large flat screen color TV, in-room wall safe, iron and ironing board, mini refrigerator with additional storage, a clothing rod and shelf, and telephones with voicemail. Now, when the rooms were refurbished, more outlets were added. Very nice and almost necessary at this point. And that includes some USB charging ports as well, so you don't have to worry about 
thinking, or at least in our in our family, it was always like, I left the brick at home or I left the cube at home. But you don't have to worry because they have direct USB charging available now. Available on request is disabled access, hearing impaired telephones, visual smoke alarms, bed boards and rails for younger children and even cribs. So again, that's one of those things you need to be talking to Disney about when you're booking your stay. It's going to be really hard and probably almost near impossible if you show up and you're like, so we need um, a disabled friendly room or this kind of thing visual smoke alarms they're probably going to have a harder time granting your request rather than when you just book it and you're like okay we need these things yes it's always best to try to ask for that as soon as you possibly can so that they can try to accommodate that if i'm not mistaken they have rooms where the showers are wheelchair accessible so they are they are not tubs but obviously they have to know that in advance to give you a room like that so you can't just show up and be like, so that's what I need. Right. They might still try, but you're gonna, your chances are going to be much, much less yeah. if you try to wait. Especially if it's a busy time, people, which yes. in the next couple years, it's probably going to be at all times for the 50th. So That's true. All right. Moving on to food and beverage. What are my options? So some of the offerings included here are these. We'd already mentioned everything pop. That's the 640-seat food court, and it has five stations. Number one, bakery and cafe. Number two, market. Number three, grill. Number four, east meets west. And five, pizza and pasta. And it should also be noted that there's a self-serve grab-and-go area as well. Uh, There is also pizza delivery you can get to the guest rooms. And there's also the Petals Pool Bar which is located adjacent to Hippie Dippy Pool. And as we have mentioned in most of these uh, resort reviews, we know about the pizza delivery because even if we've not partaken of it, Joey will just order pizza for himself if he's hungry. Yes, it can be a very effective and very satisfying option if you've spent a long day in the park and you don't want to stand in lines. You just want something quick and get to bed. It can be, it can be good. The one thing that I, do you know, Kaylee, if Uber Eats is still around? As far as I know, it is. They also, they do have Uber Eats and they have DoorDash now. Well, I was going to say, even if that's the only thing that Disney provides, you can do one of those things. Or if they have any delivery services, they'll allow them to deliver to you at Disney property. So, and we have seen people deliver McDonald's and something else to Disney property. Now, I will say, typically those services are not in-room. You do need to meet them at the front area. You're correct. But it's still nicer than you having to pay to go somewhere and get food, especially if it's like a late night craving for a specific fast food. Might be worth it to just walk up to the front building. So can you shop here? Of course you can shop here. It's Disney. They're going to make sure that they make everything accessible to you at all times so that you can buy your Disney needs. The Everything Pop is not only the food place in Pop Century, but it's also the retail center and it's 5,000 square feet and mostly generic Walt Disney World souvenirs. It is also the location where you can pick up your Disney purchases like you sent to your resort. Now that has not been reinstated yet, but that was something very cool that I hope will return at one time is where you would buy your package at the park. And as long as it wasn't the day before you were leaving, 
they would happily take it to your resort for you so it didn't get broken or you didn't lose it or any, you know, you didn't have to carry it around all day. So I'm hoping that comes back. You'll also find a limited number of practical items that you may have forgotten, like a toothbrush, things for your baby, medications, etc. I will tell you that one of the vloggers I watched has been looking for baby wash and baby shampoo at the resorts. They don't have that. They have like baby Tylenol and baby wipes and that kind of stuff. But that was one thing that they were looking, they forgot their babies washed, you know, cause you want the kind that's not gonna make them cry if the soap gets in their eyes or whatever. So that will be something that you need to make sure you don't forget or you're gonna need to do Amazon now, which is a cool feature that you can do at Disney. Some other amenities that are available to you here is you can access the laundry services near the resort's three pools. The Disney resorts now use Laundry View to check on machine availability. Is that an app? I don't know. I believe it is. I'll look it up while you're talking. That's pretty neat. The lobby also has pay phones, resort phones, and ATM machines. I think it's pretty neat that they still offer pay phones, to be completely honest. It's a cool thing, but most kids don't even know what they are. Like, I almost feel like it's more of a, it's transitioned from practicality to look at that. Yeah. And it's now, a, it's just on display. That is very cool. Laundry View is a free web app that you can use while you're at Disney. You just download it and it lets you know what resorts have free washing machines and dryers. All right, moving on. What about recreation? Again, recreation is gonna be on the less available side since it's a value resort, but there are some things. Again, there are three pools. We've already talked about those. There's a kiddie splash area. There's a playground, the arcade we already mentioned, and the pop jet playground, which is a playland of popping water located near the 1970s building. And there's also, and I do not know why you'd ever want to do this, but there's also a 1.3 mile walking or running trail around Hourglass Lake. I guess if the bobcats are about and, or the bears, you would want to run, but I don't see why you would ever want to run any other we way. We talked about this It's because you week. order that in-room pizza and then you feel super bloated before bed. So you got to go walk it off. Yeah, that's true too. And it should be noted that life jackets are first come, first serve at the resort's pools. So just be aware of Be that. early or bring your own. Yeah, pretty much. So what's with the special displays in the lobby? So this is, you could literally spend easily an hour to two hours in the lobby looking at all of the memorabilia. They have things from mood rings to eight track tapes, surfboards to pet rocks, Superman to saddle shoes. There is so much nostalgia in the lobby of Pop Century, it is amazing. Uh, it could be a walking wall. The wall in this case is a memory lane of wall-mounted shadow boxes, and they're just filled with fashion and music and toys and trinkets from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. It's directly across from the check-in desk, and I have to tell you that I do remember when we were checking in, I don't know if it was the last time or one of the times, uh, we used the time to look at those shadow boxes and look at all of the cool things that are in there to walk through time. Now, obviously we weren't alive in the fifties or in my case, all of the sixties, all uh, nine years and 10 months. So there's things in there that you know were on television or you've seen from your parents, but it just was very, very 
cool of Disney to think up this idea. And I love that they always take it to the next level. Like they always have so many detailed things to make the theming just shine through. Very cool. So this next section, I'm going to have Kaylee kick us off with some fun facts about the resort. So Kaylee, go ahead and kick us off and then me and mom will chime in on some of these facts as well. So the bowling pin icons tower more than 65 feet high. For reference, a regulation bowling pin is 15 inches tall. So that puts the larger than life icons at 52 times the size of its original. Now, if you count the giant bowling pin icons, there are nine standing around the resort, but where is the 10th? The 10th one is actually the bowling pin pool in the courtyard. If you take a closer look at the pool deck around the bowling pin pool, you'll spot the triangular lane markings that are seen on bowling alleys everywhere. So again, down to the details. Yes, very much so. I love that. Very cool. And next up, the Rubik's Cube, which Vic had already mentioned, that reaches a peak of 41 feet off the ground. Now, by comparison, a regular Rubik's Cube stands nearly four inches at its tallest point. That puts it at 123 times the size of the original. And the resort's eight track tapes, those are more than 35 feet tall with quote unquote tape that's more than one foot in width. Now, a real eight track tape is about five and a quarter inches tall, and the tape is only about a quarter inch wide. And next up, the table soccer players are more than 12 feet tall. And the toy ball is more than two and one half feet in diameter. Very interesting. So they use nearly 125,000 gallons of paint to paint this resort, the bright colors and the tie-dyed hues on the building's interior and exterior walls. And in the 1960s area, there are giant thumbprints that can be spotted on the ears of the elephant peeking out of the giant Play-Doh canister. That is definitely, if you're anywhere near that, you need to see it. Can you name the child depicted on the Play-Doh can? Well, his name is Play-Doh Pete. I did not know that. I didn't either. I don't think I ever heard that. I, I know what the kid looks like because I've I've seen that kid before in the drawings or in the photos, but I never knew he had a specific name. So next up, we talked about that giant big wheel earlier. It could accommodate a child that weighed 877 pounds or that's what the sticker says on the towering ride. That matches the stickers that were affixed to the original Big Wheel toys in the 1970s that designated a recommended weight for your child. That is hilarious. So even on this one, when they ramped up the scale, they kept the poundage in line with how much they ramped up the scale, right? Yeah, that's interesting for sure. Very interesting. Service and equipment buildings are cleverly disguised all over the resort. At the 1950s bowling pin pool, the laundry looks like a bowling shoe storage bin. And in the 1990s, an equipment building appears to be a larger than life stack of computer floppy disks. Wow, floppy disks, what a time. The (laughs) (laughs) The 1970s courtyard pays tribute to the age of disco with a motion based disco light mounted in the middle of the courtyard. This color-changing light sends streams of light across the 70s-inspired outdoor dance floor. Now, the quote-unquote piece of pizza delivery trucks resemble old Volkswagen vans complete with roof-mounted surfboards. All right, so when did this resort open? So phase one, 
originally known as the Classic Years, that opened on December 14th, 2003. Reservations were accepted beginning April 22nd, 2003. Now, as we've already talked about phase two, that was supposed to be the legendary years representing the 1900s to the 1940s. That was supposed to also have over 2,800 rooms, but the plans were changed in 2011 when Disney announced construction of Art of Animation. And so that piece, that phase two of Pop Century actually just became art of part of Art of Animation. And that opened in May of 2012. Wow, that long ago already? Dang. Nine years, you're getting old, sister. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yesterday Kaylee said, do you realize that we're getting to the point in our lives that when kindergartners come to school, they will have never seen the movie Frozen? Not so much that they will have never seen it. I don't want the listeners to be confused. Oh, sorry. But these students will not have been born when the movie came out. We are getting to that point because Frozen came out in 2013. So that means the students that are now in about third grade were born the year that the movie came out. So we are slowly but surely phasing out, like very quickly. But you also had a culture shock last year when you realize that kids don't know what Disney Channel is anymore. And that was like your life. That, yes, that was over the summer. I think that was more shocking, mainly because I could understand them not understanding what Disney Channel was. But when I explained that it was a channel on TV, they were kind of like, what do you mean? I'm like, Disney Plus? <laughs> I think it's just, I think it was the concept of these kids don't know what the concept of changing the channel means. They do not know that concept because they're used to streaming. They don't have to change the channel. They just pick something new to watch. True. They don't have the change the channel. And so that's kind of, that was the culture shock to me that I was thinking, oh, my Lanta, that phrase is going to be, that phrase is going to be one of those phrases that I say and people are going to be like, you're so old. So Disney, if you're listening, you need to do a movie of that. Like, I know Back to the Future took us back to the 50s, and we thought that was a huge jump. Back to the but, 90s. Yeah, take these kids back to the 90s. Um, actually, I would like them to go back to the 80s where they had to turn the channel on TV because they would be flipping out. It's just like the whole thing with kids thinking that we lived in black and white because we had black and white TV. So just crazy, different things. We talked about in this episode today how they incorporated some of the sayings on the buildings. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it was just in that moment, it just flashed. I thought, wow, change the channel. Is that gonna be like an era defining saying? Yep. <laughs> Is that we say change the channel? The kids are gonna be like, who says that? Well, Kaylee and Brad, thanks so much for helping me do the last resort review of all of the resort reviews, Pop Century, which completed our series. Listeners, I hope that these have been and will continue to be something that you can use when you are thinking about planning your next trip. That was our goal, is to have them in our library so that if you're trying to go between two resorts, maybe you and your family can listen and determine which one works for the needs of your trip. If you're going to be park heavy, then you might want to stay in more of a value resort. But if you know that you want to have a lot of relaxing days and maybe do the parks three days out of seven, then you might want to go to one of the upper ones because there's so many amenities. We'll be doing some trip reports here in the future. So be looking for those in the next few Fridays. 
A few final reminders before we sign off. You can text us at 636-395-0544 to book a trip, get a free quote, ask questions, leave a comment, or even if you're interested in being a guest on the show. Again, the number is 636-395-0544. Just a reminder that it only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation, so please contact us. You can check us out on our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or the Your Story Travel TikTok account, at Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Vicki and Kaylee, I think it's about that time. Just keep swimming. Disney love and pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends.